0: The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised.
1: family and loved ones will be the first ones to try and talk you out of greatness when you're ready to do something and try something new that's out of your comfort zone that's out of your norm that will always try and talk you out of doing something special and significant the devil orchestrate his agenda in many forms. The devil will show up in many forms to distract you from the focus. I just wanted to remind you to dream and dream big. I believe it. And there's no one in the world that can talk me out of that feeling. They're jealous. They're envious. They're insecure. They're threatened by the idea that you're coming up. It's the way it is. You know what they're saying about you behind your back. You know that they don't like you. You know they're jealous and envious of who you are and the things that you got going on in your life. People are talking behind your back because you left them a long time ago. The reason they got a problem with your life it's because they don't have a life. You wanna sit on the internet and make comments? Who are you? Huh? But you ain't doing shit. I've worked my ass off to have it. And you can keep all your little slick ass comments to yourself. I go beyond the fears and limitations of other people. I control my life. Those negative people have robbed you of the strongest version of yourself and you got to peel off layers to get to that. Don't let some asshole drop some shitty seed in you, and then you water it. Don't let their fucking seeds grow. Grow stronger and then inspire others. The most important thing is life in life is to to not give a shit what other people think. And to have that kind of an attitude or mentality is rare. You know, people are always concerned about what other people think, always. It it really doesn't matter what other people think. If you can have that kind of a mentality, you'll get so much further and be so much happier in life. You know, most people out there are not being who they really are because they're so insecure. Everything they're doing is about pressing other people. You know, and the thing is, is this whole Facebook, Instagram, and all this stuff, it's its not real. You know, it's fantasy land. And most people on there, it's all about, you know, trying to portray a certain image of who they are when they're not that. That person that's on there posting, you know, 10 things a day, I did this, I did that, that's the person that, that is living a boring life. You know, the people that don't have time to post shit,
0: those are the people, they they're having an awesome life. They don't need Facebook. Hello and welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast, the podcast that pissed shitbag Steve's off and fucked over my dad. And now your host and my daddy, Nick.
2: What you do? What you gonna do? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Roll Call Room podcast. My name is Nick, and with me is my co-host. Mike, 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 Mike,
1: what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike?
2: <laughs> Mike, how have you been since the last episode?
3: That shouldn't be the first question. The first question should be, how is your ass?
2: So, um,
3: just start off. Hey, everybody.
2: Hey, everybody. So, (laughs) I have done a lot of stupid things in my life. Uh, Fairly recently, I've done a lot of stupid things. Um, When I thought of the wing challenge, you told me that I was crazy. and Stupid stupid. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I think it would be funny. I think the fans would enjoy it. And, um, I give my all a hundred percent to the fans. Um, never in my wildest imagination did I think what was going to happen, happen. Uh, if you have not listened to that episode yet, stop this episode and go and listen to the last episode. I had five wings, and I used five different hot sauces, and I ended with the hot sauce the bomb, beyond insanity. Um, I have watched um, what's the show uh, on YouTube? Uh, fucking the Wing Show. Um, I can't think of the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that show too. So that's pretty much where I got the idea from, and I was like, you know, well, let me pay homage to them. And I got to tell you, man, from the first wing, I couldn't feel my lips, <laughs> and then the second wing, it all went downhill from there. Um, but what really, really hurt, and I listened to the the that, that episode. Uh, you can hear my soul dying. <laughs> like,
3: I kind of enjoyed it. Not gonna lie.
2: Um you folks may or may not have figured out. I threw up
3: just a little bit. I like how you said I threw up and then you started yeah. to gag just there.
2: Was- I'm drinking my Coca-Cola energy drink. Um, uh, what you call it. So the last wing, which was the bomb. I have not felt that kind of pain in a really, really, really long time, like really, really long time. It had, A disastrous effect on my um, central nervous system. I could not feel my mouth. My eyes were watering. Uh, My face was on fire. Uh, Your ass
3: was on fire.
2: Well, we're going to get to that. So I finished the wing challenge. You and I sign off. Uh, The studio is in the basement. I go upstairs. And uh, I'm doing okay for a while. And then... Shit just got real, like literally shit got real. I talked in season one about having Chipotle shit. This was nothing compared to that, because not only did it come out like hot lava, but it burned. And I've never experienced that before. Like. It was bad. It was to the point where I was pretty sure I was going to have to go to the emergency room and like help me out. And this went on for three days. Like, it wrecked my life for three fucking days.
3: And you make fun of me because I don't like spicy
2: food. Well, I at least tried. Fuck that.
3: Yeah, but your issue was you had the one wing, and then you went right into the second one, then right into the third. You You didn't even, like, wash your mouth out, water, nothing. So you had from one to five. All the sources. So a combination of all that in your mouth. It was like a party in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And oh, I saw it, I was dancing and loving
2: loving it. It was I'm loving it. It was I will never ever do that again, even for you fans. Like oh, you will, you will. No, no I will never do that again. Um, so so much has happened. <laughs> so much has happened since the last episode. Uh, I have I have made a promise to not speak about uh, some stuff that's gone on behind the scenes. Um, the fans have messaged me and sent me screenshots of stuff that has happened. And all I can tell you is that you folks that listen to this show uh, know how we roll here. And it's been the same way since October 27, when We started this show, which is um, any kind of bullshit that comes. We're going to hit it head on. Um, I'm not going to address the promise that I made, uh, but I will tell you this. I found it funny that during uh, this situation that I can't talk about, a newly promoted lieutenant with his Facebook account, with his real name, not a fake name, like the majority of the shitbags over there do, does a Facebook post about me stealing a GoPro. And this is a brand new lieutenant. That just got promoted. And I see this and some of you don't have the joy and the pleasure of knowing me personally. Mike does. So Mike already knows where this goes when I saw um, this this post because this person didn't think I was going to see this post. Um, And I did. And I text this person. I'm going to read it to you. Mighty two faced of you to post that on blanks page and you're a commander now, amazing. Don't be a coward and say it to my face. This commander, actually I give him credit for replying back to me, the only credit I give him. uh, Hey Nick, I messaged you a couple of times when you left and I got one word responses, you then unfriended me. So when you say, say it to my face, it goes both ways. I don't know how unfriend some people take unfriending on Facebook. Oh, like,
3: so like, personal. Yeah. It's like it's like like
2: it's fucking high school.
3: High yeah. High school. It's like Jesus Christ. It's like I stole your lunch money. I fucked your mother. And uh, you know, I'm I'm saying hi to you. They take it so personally. Like, go, oh my god, they unfriended me. Grow the fuck up. And then I go oh, and, and not to cut you off, but promises were made by you. So just let, let everybody be clear. I made no promises. Yeah, I know. So if That's I ups- sure. overstep my boundaries, um, you don't like what I say, um, then go fuck yourself. Okay? That, I'm sorry. Go ahead, So Nick.
2: the text message goes, since then, I love
3: I love your face. Just your face right there. Was that like, oh, yeah, God.
2: Yeah. Since then, you've posted about and done podcasts about things that are factually inaccurate, especially about John's case. He's talking about- Officer Griffin, who we did a a whole episode on uh, and trashed um, and trashed the union. You have no idea what we are doing, but thanks for reaching out. So I feel compelled to respond to this because I still stick by what I said about the union, because I have yet to see any of you stand in front of police headquarters and denounce a lying uh, coward chief. Uh, So.
3: Nick, let me just ask you, and, and I, I'm not familiar with this. So mm-hmm. your your union is the, well, a union is, what's well, like an FOP?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. an association. They have no power whatsoever.
3: But now is it everybody together or is it like separate where it's like the cops and it's then they have the sergeants? Okay.
2: There, there's, there's three different fucking unions. Okay. They're not unified at all. They're all in the chief's pocket. They don't fuck. They don't want to fucking buck the system. And this guy's got the audacity to turn around and say, well, you don't know what we're doing on John's case. Well, here's the thing, fuckface. face. I talked to John's family. And what you're doing is not enough, because what you should have done when John was fired and when John was arrested, you should have put on your union polo shirt and called for a press conference in front of police headquarters and denounced it. Because that's your fucking responsibility. And for you to say that the stuff that I talk about is inaccurate. uh, Please tell me what's inaccurate about what I talk about the about the police department, the fact that it's chaos right now, the fact that morale is the lowest that it's ever been. And you as a union president for the commanders and sergeants union um, don't address it. You do a survey, but you don't publicly release it because you're afraid that it's going to get leaked like the other unions um, survey. So what's the problem with the public knowing about the chief's disapproval rating? What are you hiding? Why are you protecting him? He he openly admitted that he lied. He openly admitted that he lied. And then on top of that, I find out that the union did no FOIA requests for the chief's emails, the city manager's emails, or the mayor's emails. I did them. I did them. So don't sit there and tell me that what I say about the union is inaccurate. You're a fucking disgrace. It's unfucking believable. How many of you are fucking reaching out to John on a daily basis to see if he's okay? It's fucking bullshit. What happened is, is that you got fucking caught caught talking shit and you're on probation as a commander, which is fucking ludicrous to me. Like why you're on Facebook as a newly promoted commander fucking talking shit about me, bro. Are you stupid? Like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do to you? Uh, You're just going to be added to the fucking civil suit, you dumbass.
3: Yeah, but I mean he's he's thrown shit around. I mean, that's conduct unbecoming.
2: Well, I fucking reported him to the ethics uh Yeah, man already at, at the city. Let them fucking handle this idiot. Cause um like I said, you know, the fake Facebook accounts, the superimposing GoPros on my face and all this other bullshit. Um uh, I'm working now, so one of the comments that were made is that I'm sitting in my my basement unemployed, and that's why I could release episodes every week.
3: Yeah, I was, well, I mean, little do people know that you got a great job at Costco as a sampler, bitch boy. <laughs> so oh, we were, I, oh, oh, we weren't going to say that. I'm sorry. No,
2: Shit. So I actually have two jobs, so I'm pretty stoked. Uh, but what I find funny is uh, one of my jobs required a security clearance. And I find out through my investigator that the Alexandria City Police Department told my background investigator um, that I was mentally unstable, uh, financially insecure, and could not be trusted with department property, uh, which is all illegal. Uh, and this isn't this isn't uh, them calling up somebody and it over the phone. This person which I will remain nameless because they're going to get fucking sued because of this, um, actually fills out a form and says all of this on my security clearance form. The law is very specific about what you can say about a previous employee. It basically says how long that they've worked there and whether or not they're eligible for rehire. You fucking saying that I'm mentally unstable you just added like three zeros to the fucking t-
3: <laughs> like,
2: like when my investigator told me that I laughed. I laughed. And this is an outside person that did my security clearance. And she even said to me, she was like, what is your old pro- department's fucking problem? It is very, very clear that they have a major problem with you. And I was like, yeah. Any time that you speak up against uh, bullies and cowards and, you know, fucking paper leaders and and all this other stuff. They're going to try and do everything that they can to ruin your credibility, like call me a thief. Um, I published on Facebook the emails where, you know, a year ago I offered to pay for the stuff that was missing. It doesn't matter. I can I could fucking have the fucking president of the United States tell them that I'm fucking that I didn't do what they accused me. That doesn't matter. Uh, and I don't care anymore. So um, what I do care about is, is now you've pushed it to a level where um, you, I'm going to sue the shit out of the city and the police department. So we're at that point point. Um, and you're making it extremely easy for me. Uh, So this commander that put it up on Facebook, it all ties into retaliation, ties into um, uh, slander. It ties into all of this stuff.
3: Defamation of character is a big one.
2: Because when I stand, you know, when we when my attorney uh, presents this case to 12 people, um, why the fuck are you still concerned about me five months after I left the department? That's what I'd love to hear what your reasoning is behind that. Um, But so I felt it compelling to I felt compelled to turn around and talk about this particular commander, which oddly enough, thought was a friend of mine. Go figure. Well, probably one time, probably one Uh, time. Well, I mean, and then, you know,
3: shit happened. But whatever.
2: Well, you know, it's 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 cooler to be part of the cool kids club. Where you jump on the bandwagon and you know you you, you talk about Nick and all this other stuff uh, because they can't talk about the book. The only thing that they could talk about the book is that it's double spaced. That's the only criticism that there is about the book. Aside from my former lieutenant that I work for on evenings giving us a one star on Amazon. Boo hoo! You really fucking hurt my feelings. <laughs> It's been a bestseller for fucking two and a half months. I, I don't fucking care. Uh, well,
3: I, I like to comment that you know, just because you wrote, wrote a book doesn't mean you know, uh, you know anything. Mm-hmm. It changed
2: my mind. <clears throat> um, I made a promise, and I am going to stick with it.
3: No, uh, that's good. That's good. You could listen, listen. You're you're a good man. Um, I'm not.
2: I listen. I don't. Prefer. That's fine.
3: That's fine. I listen. I,
2: I don't profess to be a good a good man. No,
3: no, no, no. I'm saying that you made a good promise. You made a good promise. I'm a douchebag. Well, if I step out of bounds and you can correct me uh, and go fuck yourself.
2: Yeah. And I have to address another thing. I I, I just looked at our um, Apple reviews. I I haven't looked at them in a really long time. And somebody uh, this chief, he actually his name is chief something. I'm not going to call him out but he left us a three-star rating on the podcast. And the reason for the three-star is is that we're too negative towards the profession and I'm too negative towards my department. <clears throat> and third, if you listen to every single episode, there's a reason why I'm negative towards my old department because every time I put them to bed, they wake up like a fucking angry child. <clears throat> and the reason why I'm so negative about the profession is because we deserve better. So if you can turn around and give me five good things about the profession that we're in right now, I would love to hear them. Just five. You don't even have to come up with more than five. Just give me five things that are really, really outstanding in our profession right now, because it isn't salary. It isn't benefits. It isn't the citizen support. It isn't It isn't command staff support. It isn't mental health support. I'm running out of things here, guy.
3: So, you know, know, uh, on the chiefs, you know, to to talk about that, I mean, listen, none of us took this. And he's going to come back and say, none of us took this job for this salary, which you know what? You're absolutely right. I didn't take the job for the salary. I took the job to make a difference. Mm -hmm. But when you have commanders that don't have your back, when you have leaders that don't political leaders, department leaders, government leaders that don't have your back, tie your hands, um. How can we police if we're not police?
2: Yeah. And and here's the thing, I think, to be fair to this chief, you're basing it on your jurisdiction. Okay, things may be hunky dory on your in your neck of the woods, in your sliver of the world, but they aren't across the world. I this show, this show is not regional. It's not in the Virginia, Maryland, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina area. It's in it's in 44 countries and 50 states. So when I talk, I have to talk in generalizations because the officer in Minneapolis is, that's listening to this is going fuck yeah Nick and Mike are right. Cuz it's a fucking shit show. It's a fucking dumpster fire right now. Look at these officers in Detroit right now. They just got a court order saying that they can't use rubber bullets, they can't use mace, they can't use uh oh, oh, um uh CS gas. They can't use anything on rioters. Right. So you're
3: taking away all our non lethal equipment to tie our hands. What do you want us to do?
2: Yeah. So, so how are you okay with that? How are you going to attract new recruits to the Detroit Police Department? Good fucking luck because nobody's going to want to fucking do that job in Detroit. And then you have in Portland, which is a fucking another dumpster fire. Portland is like a fucking porta potty. at the end of a of a fucking Metallica concert. It is stinky, it is fucking raw, and it's got fucking AIDS. And no hepatitis. Uh, hepatitis. And nobody's doing nothing out nothing about it. So who came up with this ingenious idea, and it is ingenious, is deputizing the state police as federal law enforcement officers because the prosecutors in Portland every time Portland PD makes an arrest they fucking drop the charges on the protesters. Well now fuck faces federal officers that have been deputized, the state police, Portland's um uh, what's what state is Portland? Um Oregon. Oregon uh, state police have been deputized and um when they make an arrest it goes to the the US attorney now. Now shit's getting real. Now that's how you fucking clean shit up, because you can fucking make all the protest arrests in the world. But when it gets to the prosecutor's office or the DA's office, they don't give a rat's fuck because they've been infiltrated. They don't give a rat's fuck. So while we're getting shit thrown at us and spit at and fireworks thrown at us and fucking pipe bombs or whatever else they're fucking using. They get a slap on the wrist, if anything, because you have all these Hollywood uh, stars that contribute to um, to fucking um, uh, bail, uh, uh, bail funding. So. Chief, please tell me what's so great about the fucking profession right now. I would love to know what's so great about it, because our pensions are dwindling. They're defunding the police. And if they're not defunding the police, I appeared on a—I had a guest spot on another uh, podcast yesterday and I told the guys this. If they don't defund us by by cutting the police budget, what they do is they'll backdoor fuck us with our salaries and our benefits. And that'll be why you why you lose the officers that you lose, because if I got to do this job for 20 or 25 years. And I'm only getting a 30, 40% pension. What the fuck? And why the fuck would I stay at this job? I can go work at Target and get a 401k and make more money. And I'm a little angry today. Oh, dude, I'm fucking wound Did you go to church yesterday?
3: Oh, no, I, no, no. You, you're, the, you're the type of guy that goes to church just because your wife says you have
2: to go. Oh, no, I don't go to church. And I'm not a fake fucking religious person either. <clears throat>
3: Uh, behave, behave.
2: I'm trying. I'm trying, my friend. You know, and and listen, I don't profess to be, uh, uh, you know, the 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 greatest person in the world. Fairly recently, I made a lot a lot of mistakes that I that you know I, um,
0: hmm.
2: yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Like, you learn from your mistakes. You move on. You learn. And but the thing about it is, what makes you a good person or makes you grow is realizing that you made a fucking mistake or that you're wrong in some capacity. And I've said it many, many times. I've said things on this show that I regret, especially when I left my agency. But I will never, ever, to the day I fucking die, I will never, ever apologize about fucking the shit that I said about my agency and the fucking book that I wrote. I stand by that book. And I'll I'll swear on a stack of fucking Bibles that everything that's in that book is 100% accurate. And the reason why they can't attack what's in that book is because it's 100% accurate. And they need to do some fucking self-reflecting, read the book. I'll even give them a free fucking copy of the book. But you can't tell me that that agency isn't fucked up. And what gets even better is is I've I've got emails and messages from people from around the United States That email me and say, holy shit, this is my department. This is my commander. It's relatable on so many different levels because the poor leadership in law enforcement is fucking rampant. We just promoted this fucking commander from my old agency and look what he's doing. He's a fucking bully. He doesn't give a fuck about mental health. He didn't give a fuck if he put that post up and I saw it and I blew my fucking brains out. That's a coward. That's why officers fucking kill themselves, because they get bullied. And and no apology, no apology. What's the, there's more to the text message, which I'm not going to read, but it was basically like, too bad, motherfucker. Like, fuck you. No, fuck you, because thank you. Thank you for helping me ru- build an addition on my fucking house because you're an idiot. So. I digress, Mike. I'm sorry.
3: You okay, pal? I'm just sitting here. Just, I mean, you look, your face looks like it's getting red. Like when you had the hot wings.
2: I know my, my fucking Apple watch is like my fucking blood. Too hot too, know, hot. too hot. Like, too hot. It's like, stop, stop, stop. Um, But I, I will say, you know, I was talking about appearing on another show. Um, I appeared on blue Falcon radio. Uh, These guys are fucking really, really hilarious. We're going to have them on our show. Mike, they were, they were. They are fun dudes.
3: You got to get them on your show before they go on uh, another show. (laughs) You just just named them before anybody scoops them up. Sorry. I'll apologize after I say something stupid. You know that. (sighs) But you know what? I'm fucking keeping it real, man. Yeah. And listen. All right. All right. All right. So you want to broker a deal? I'll broker a deal. till I get my fucking ashtray back, I won't fucking say a word. And my t-shirt, I won't say a fucking word. I get that shit back, I'll be over.
2: What I find funny is is that when that happened, when the, the departure happened, the only thing you cared about was the fucking the ashtray. Yeah, you man. Know, the only thing you cared about. You were like, did did he take the ashtray? And I was like, oddly enough, yeah. Like, why? But that's neither here. Stop
3: talking about it, man. Only like it. I know, about I, know, it. I,
2: know, I know.
3: But listen, you listen. I got no, uh, I have no ties, no, no loyalty, not running for the hills. So listen, I could say whatever the fuck I want to say. If Nick, if you don't like it, you have that little bleep button, bleep me the fuck out. Or you know what? Tell me not to come back on. But you
2: know what? Oh, I already have cartoons made of you.
3: That's it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the cartoons, motherfucker. So you talk about bullying. You talk about bullying hold on hold, up, hold, hold on, on hold on why why do i look like fucking you know like i'm 90 years old like i've been fucking eating donuts for fucking 30 years and by the way your one leg is fatter than the other
2: okay so let me tell you the backstory on this those folks that haven't this, diabetes you gotta, go on, you diabetes. gotta go on facebook and look at what um i had a cartoonist i wanted another cartoon drawn i like to keep things fresh i love the cartoons that we already have but I wanted something fresh. So I hired this person and they did a God awful job. I didn't go through my normal cartoonist. I hired somebody else and she sent over this thing. It was so fucking bad that I had to make fun of it. It was so fucking bad. Like, but how do you compare? Like, did you send the two other pictures over? I sent her the same pictures. I sent the first cartoonist and what the fuck dude, dude, so fucking bad. Like one, my leg, one leg is bigger than the other. Your your face looks like it's melted. It it was a bad fucking job, bro. Like, oh, and I'm looking at it right now. Like Jesus Christ. Like what the fuck? Like bad fucking like, job, bro. Like,
3: how, why am I bald?
2: I don't know what the f- like. Just bad, dude.
3: And my, like, shield, you have a shield. I don't have a shield. It's just bad. It was. I- my gun belt is at my nuts
2: uh, dude it was just bad all around like if you haven't seen it folks go on our facebook or on instagram uh and go look at it i tried to make a joke out of it but it's it's bad it's bad
3: you know what you know you know what it looks like it looks like rookies rookies to the left yeah and then fucking
2: 20 years later
3: 20 years vets later unbelievable <laughs> all
2: right folks we're gonna take a quick break I can't
1: trust nobody. I can't trust nobody. I'm from the south side. I'm like who got it. And I whole is quiet. Yeah, shots on my homies. Cause you know about him making money. I'm about him making money. I'm about him making
0: money. I'm about him making money. I'm him making money.
2: Hey folks, I'm so excited about this brand new sponsor, Ferocious Beard Company. This company is fantastic. They have a lot of great assortments of beard wax, wash, and oils. They've got apparel, they've got soaps, they've got a whole bunch of different things. Go to ferociousbeard.com, use promo code Roll Call Room, and you get 20% off. I absolutely love their products. I'm telling you, I've used a lot of different beard products. Mike and I have been searching for a beard company for a long time as a sponsor, and we finally found the best company out there, which is Ferocious Beard Company. And they're out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Go on ferociousbeard.com, use promo code room and you get 20% off.
0: Think of a monster, you
2: the birth of the queen is the death of us in
0: it. I'm going to give me a minute. I so don't go when I'm back at the wheel. No one but me gives up the power here. So I'm going to try to find a quick
2: meal. So All right, folks, we are back from break. Uh, I think I ranted on for a bit in the beginning uh, segment. Nah, Nah. (laughs) Uh, but I am sticking to my uh, promise and um, yeah, so what we like to do is we like to switch things up. Mike, I will tell you the last episode that we had, uh, people thought that the, or was it the episode before that? It was the episode before that. The family feud game.
3: Oh my God. You, you, you and these fucking games, bro. So,
2: no. in honor of Come on, bro! Seriously, The Price is Right, uh, the um, Family Feud game... Come on, man.
3: I'm only going to play Plinko for a car.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Law Enforcement, The Price is Right, rookie theme with me is my first contestant, Mike. Mike co-hosts the show, the Roll Call Room podcast, heard by thousands of fans.
3: A couple of non-fans.
2: And a couple of non-fans. And a bunch of haters. And a bunch of haters. Mike, on his spare time, plays with blow-up dolls. Judy. Orders chocolate penises for his other host nick mike welcome to the show welcome to the law enforcement price is right rookie theme how are you today
3: i hate these games
2: all right so ladies and gentlemen what we're going to do is we are going to take items that rookies Uh, genuinely genuinely buy right out of the Academy. Okay, I'd deal with this. I can do this. Okay, all right. Shut the fuck up. Uh, So um, (laughs) I have a list of items, and you must come within $5. No, okay. You must come within $5 above or below the actual price. I need you to take your phone, turn it upside down, because I know you're a fucking cheater. Fuck you. Put the phone. Phone's uh, right here. Put the phone down. Hold, hold, hold I want to see both hands because I do not want you to. Ruin. <sighs> All right. The big moment. Uh, the first item that we have. Uh, every rookie right out of the academy has to buy their very own black set of Smith and Wesson hinged handcuffs. Mike, what would be the retail price um of Smith & Wesson hinged handcuffs black in color with two keys? 34. $34. That would be correct. The correct price is $38 and you were within the five dollars. I was
3: gonna go with forty, but I, I was like, ah. I still would Would have been. still been good. Yeah,
2: five over and under.
3: The and, next only, one, and only reason why I said thirty four is because I just had to buy a
2: new pair of handcuffs. <laughs> to get the black. The black. <laughs> My my favorite is is the is the females that buy the purple or the fucking pink ones. Oh
3: yeah, the pink ones yeah, are nice. Nice. On another note, I just bought. They're not a sponsor, but uh, I just bought a nice set of ASP. Mm. Handcuffs.
2: I have those, too.
3: Very light. Very light. Very nice.
2: And keyholes on both sides.
3: Yes. Very, very nice. Uh, yeah, Very nice handcuffs.
2: All right. Yep. Uh, the next item that we have on the board, uh, we surveyed 100 people, 100 rookies, fresh out of the academy. That's the wrong show. Okay. Um, the first thing that they buy, or the second thing that they buy right out of the academy is a high-end tactical knife this knife let me describe it just give this tactical knife not only is a knife but is also a seat belt cutter and on the end has a window puncture point and also has a serrated blade at the end for those hard Jimmy John sandwiches to cut. Mike, what would be the retail price of said tactical knife? 129. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. The uh, oh, they're rookies,
3: they don't make much.
2: No, the actual retail price is 35 dollars 99 Yes, believe it or not.
3: You cut one seatbelt, the fucking thing breaks. What kind of high-end tactical knife is that? That's bullshit.
2: This actually was a Gerber. Uh, name brand
3: all right so listen for the next fucking show we should buy them and test them the fuck out then
2: okay um the next item um generally the departments give you your own flashlight but that's not good enough for you because you are a rookie and you need a seven million looms small flashlight handheld where the battery is almost ex- as is, as is expensive as the actual flashlight. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. This flashlight, this tactical flashlight is black in color. On the end of this flashlight also has serrated points uh, so that you can use it as an impact weapon and get fired and then later arrested once the grand jury convenes and indicts you for felonious assault. But this is a small um, handheld with a very convenient lapel clip. Mm. This also takes a very small battery, which this battery is 1799 each time to replace it. Mike, what would be the retail price of such a fine flashlight? $59. I'm sorry, Mike, the actual retail price of said tactical Flashlight is $49.94. $10 off, motherfucker. What do we say? Five up or down. Stop. You were celebrating the first one. All right. Don't be a bitch. All right. (sighs) Next thing that's extremely important for every rookie to buy that's crucial for you during your shift is a Yeti water bottle. (laughs) This Yeti water bottle is tactical in color, which is black. And the logo Yeti can barely be seen because it's black. I was just getting ready. Uh, (laughs) Dick. (laughs) um, So this uh, Yeti water bottle will keep your water fresh and cold for an astounding 12 hours. Mike, what would be the retail price? Of a Yeti water bottle like this? 50 bucks. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike, the actual retail value on the Yeti bottle is $39.98. Which
3: Yeti? You didn't tell me what size.
2: I did not tell you a size and you did not ask a size.
3: Well, I can't ask questions.
2: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, next item that we have on um, our list and is an absolute must, even if you work nights. Oakley sunglasses. Brand new set of Oakley sunglasses.
3: I got that one right. Hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer.
2: And not just any set of Oakley glasses. These are polarized glasses that are mirrored. And on the, on top of that, on the side, have either an American flag going through the Oakley logo or a thin blue line going through the Oakley logo, making these high-end. Mike. What would said Oakley glasses of this caliber
3: go for? Do we get them from the Oakley retail store or do we buy them from? The Oakley retail store. 159.
2: Mike, the actual retail price of these Oakleys is $106. No, bullshit. $106. Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I am going to take a break and I am going to hand it over to my good friend, Christopher Walken, who is going to host the rest of the show. If you don't mind, Mike. No?
3: I'm fucking. Whatever. Whatever. 164. Hundreds. Yeah.
2: I'll send you a picture of the one that I put up. So,
3: show me, motherfucker.
2: Okay. Why are you so bitter? Those of you that are out there. How,
3: how many? Much? How much did you use? Oh, 106?
2: 106.
3: I have the fuel cell ones. That's the ones you got. No. The, no, the gas cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, be more specific of which ones. The gas cans, the fuel cells. I have the fuel cells.
2: Okay. All right. Still wrong. All right. The next item. That we have on the show, and every rookie must, must get one of these before your first shift of field training, is a brand new 511 Tactical Book Bag. The 511 Tactical Book Bag comes with a Molly system and Velcro on the front, mm-hmm. so you can put 64 different Velcro patches on it. Like phrases like, I'm a warrior, even though you're not. Your blood type, which is probably wrong. And we hope the Roll Call Room PVC pack, which is available on RollCallRoom.com. Mike, what would this tactical bag go for?
3: 100 bucks. bucks. <laughs> shit because I just bought that goddamn bag and paid a hundred bucks for it. I can go upstairs and
2: fucking you know, show it to of you. This ba- bag is $143. Nope. A hundred bucks because I just bought one. hundred bucks.
3: I just bought one for a bug out argue with I just... Well, this fucking host sucks. I want a new one.
2: All right. Hello. It's me. Mike, I have taken over This guy's not doing it right. The next item, it's a must for all rookies. You have to have a duty bag from 511. It's beautiful, holds a lot of stuff. Mike, this 511 duty bag has multiple different pouches, including two pouches on the side. It comes with hand straps. And a shoulder strap reinforced by plastic clips because we know that plastic clips last forever and you'll never have to replace them. It's beautiful craftsmanship by 511. Mike, what would said bag go for?
3: $89.
2: $89.
3: This Mike, bag goes for 175
2: Mike, the retail value of this bag is $111. The next thing. How many fucking things you got, bro? This is the last one. Okay. The last God, one. I hate right? these fucking games, man. Yeah, so, Mike, the last thing that every rookie must get is an off duty holster. And, Mike, not just any off duty holster, they must get the Black Hawk. Push release retention carbon fiber holster. Mike, this has been known to last a lifetime or until the button release fails. Which
3: yeah, didn't you? I was going to say, didn't you uh, hop a fence and uh, yeah. The retention? Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, Black Hawk, thank you. Um, Mike. What would a holster like this retail for? I don't fucking know.
3: Um take a guess.
2: 118. 118. Not even remotely close. The retail value of the Black Hawk holster is $54.99. Where are you shopping, man? On Amazon. Mike, there is one more. I don't care. A bonus. What would your pride go for? <laughs> well, I have no shame. You have no, no pride and no shame whatsoever. Uh, but.
3: Ladies I, hate, I hate your games. I hate your games for the record. They suck. Thank you
2: so much for tuning in. To The law enforcement price, price is right game. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And Mike, Mike was able to get one out of eight. That's a great ratio for somebody with an IQ of 25. Mike, we thank you for coming on the show. We hope you come on again. And we hope that you don't have to ever buy any of this equipment on your own.
3: Shut up, dick. That was fun, Mike. Oh, yeah, it was great. Did you like that? Oh, yeah,
2: it was great. I love it. I like to switch it up a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah, let's just switch it up. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know where you're shopping, bro. Like secondary stores and shit.
2: No, I went on Amazon, man. I sat down and I did the research for this for this segment. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not that bad. It's not bad. Tactical. I mean, I remember paying $54 for that holster. So it is accurate. Yeah,
3: I just bought a Five Eleven bag. I paid a hundred. It was ninety nine dollars.
2: I must have picked a high end one. But the Oakleys, I might have to agree with you. They're probably more than one hundred and six bucks. Yeah, they are. But uh, I felt it. It was important to talk about how how rookies spend um, their money fresh out of the academy on just pointless things instead of contributing it. Cheaper.
3: Should you could you could have added like a, a new vest carrier.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: That would have been good. I still would have known the price of that. Um, what else What else do rookies get?
2: Them line stickers.
3: Long, yeah, well, we talked about this in another episode.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Punisher stickers. You got to yeah. get Punisher stickers, bro. You got to get Punisher stickers.
3: You know, it's actually, it's actually kind of funny. Um, you know, we go to the range and uh, we shoot, we drop our mags and whatever. And these motherfuckers next to you, they try to swipe your fucking mags.
2: Do you put the fucking name so, on them?
3: so i have I have a Punisher sticker of course you do. <laughs> on the bottom of my mags of course it's blocked out so you really can't see it, mm-hmm. but this' is my mag no motherfucker. that's my mag my mag
2: hey mike you know a uh, t- totally separate um issue you've been atten- have you been paying attention to the media coverage for this george floyd case
3: um
2: to you be know, honest, like the new body footage where George Floyd was taking fentanyl pills and
3: yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I'm not too, not too into it, but, you know, sometimes I'll see it pop up quick on my phone mm-hmm. and I'll just click to play it. And, you know, uh, you know, the, the, yeah, it's real weird, man. Like, you know, body footage with him actually saying, um, you know, mm-hmm. take me out of the car, uh, can't breathe, put me on the floor. Very weird very very weird. I I'm not, I'm not condoning what happened or anything.
2: The um minutes. the 8 minutes that that looks bad. That 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 does look bad. But yeah, I, that
3: kind of looks bad.
2: I mean, I got I got to say man, I, I was one of those people that jumped on the bandwagon and was like this this cop is going to fucking do some time.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, listen, even bad. what he did uh, do I think was excessive. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think every cop really
2: not, criminally or administratively.
3: Administratively.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's going to serve a fucking day in jail, bro. Other well, than, I, I mean, yeah.
3: I don't know. I, you know, I got, I got mixed thoughts. I really don't like to put my two cents into it because I, you know, I mean, it, it's a whole, it's a bad situation all around.
2: Yeah. I but feel-
3: now some of this new body cam footage coming out, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, oh,
2: it's not good.
3: You know, that, you know, the defense is saying he had a fentanyl pill or he had some pill in his mouth while he yeah, was
2: smoking. Bro. They paused it and you can see the two pills in his mouth.
3: And weren't the passengers staying out? just listen to him just listen to him. Yep, yep. So I I don't know man it's weird. what about hey what about this uh, 17-year-old kid? And um oh, uh, oh dude,
2: that happened before like in between us taping the one yeah. that blasted those two dudes? Mhm. Yeah. yeah. He used to work for sanitation cuz he's, <sighs> he's taking out the trash.
3: Oh my god. Like Yeah, man, that's, that's, you know, listen, my son is 17. I couldn't, I couldn't
2: picture him. Here's the thing. I think that what he should be prosecuted for is walking around with, uh, AR 15 at 17 years old. Uh, I don't know what the laws are in Kenosha. I don't know what the, like, I know in the Commonwealth of Virginia, you need to be at least 21. Um, he's 17 years old. Um, do I think he did it in self defense? Absolute fucking loot. Yeah, but I mean, in the video, you hear
3: them saying, "Yo, get that motherfucker! Stop He's his head in.
2: Fucking, he gets hit with a skateboard, and he blasts this dude with a fucking like right in the chest.
3: Yeah, and then the, and then he then the other guy comes up to him, takes the gun or points the gun or or you know like shows him the firearm, and he blasts him in the arm. And everyone's like, "Well, he didn't have a firearm." Yeah. <gasps> Yo, did you see what that five five six round did? Yeah, Did that arm.
2: Dude, oh, man, dude, that looked like a fucking like he's going to have to learn to jerk
3: off with his other hand. Well, oh, Jesus, sorry.
2: Oh, my God. I mean, he, yo, he blew
3: that thing. I mean, that, that whole arm was off, man. That, that's some crazy shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It looked. It looked bad, man. I mean, it it, it really looked like a dinosaur ate through that fucking part of his arm. My God. That's crazy. But that dude that he blasted in the chest.
1: Ooh-wee.
2: Oh, yeah. Yo, did you
3: see? <laughs> and, and and listen, like everybody's trying to help, but they will have their fucking cameras and they're all taking a video of them. The guy's fucking dying and, and, and just taking video.
2: Did you see the video of the first dude that he killed?
3: That's what yeah, I'm talking you. about.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wrap. They wrap. He had a wrapped around his head. He took off his shirt, wrapped around his head, and he shot him right in the fucking head off to the side. Mm hmm and he's fucking dead and they're just like let's put pressure on it let's in in, unless you have a cork <laughs> somebody call the cops somebody yeah, call that, the cops that was trending somebody call the cops yeah trending for yeah. A long fucking time. that's
3: that's like my favorite all-time video and I, I said it before is the one when this motherfucker was hit with a rubber bullet Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're putting a tourniquet on him. Yep. Yep. Stay with us, man. It's all right. And then he's like, am I going to lose my leg?
2: Like, and the, new, the newest thing is to plow through protesters, like in the road.
3: Yeah. So that my whole thing with that is just like, you know, these motherfuckers just, I, I don't know. I, I don't condone um, driving through them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, but, you know, there's sometimes I just want to get the fuck home. <laughs> you um. know, like... You're going Su- to shut down
2: County. the whole... Well, in Suffolk County, they fucking locked up like all these fucking people that were blocking the road out in, out in Long Island. In New York. Yeah, Suffolk
3: County don't fuck around.
2: I heard. They don't fuck around, dude. You know, I mean... Bank.
3: You know, whatever.
2: It's, you know... Well, folks, listen, Um, you know, this has been an absolute pleasure Um. Mike really didn't contribute a lot. He didn't do a really good job on that. I never do. No, no. Um, you know, he didn't do a good job on that game. So um, I apologize on his behalf. So listen, folks. Um, Such a dick. Check out the roll call uh, You can reach me at nick at roll You can reach Mike at, Mike at roll call room.com. Uh, if you have not gotten a copy of Police Mental Barricade, please go on Amazon. Uh, it's ninety nine cents for the ebook. The Audible is fucking finally out for six ninety five. Um, check that out. Uh, and we got some other stuff that's working behind the scenes that we'll be announcing within the next couple of episodes. Um, Mike, you got anything for the good of the order?
3: You're gonna cut me short anyway, so it don't matter.
2: No, no, I promise I won't.
3: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Reach out if you need to talk. That's it. Watch your six.
2: Watch your six. All right, folks. Take good care of each other. Go out there and fuck shit
3: up.
1: You
2: You did a good job.
1: Can we last forever?
3: We fall apart. This song's going to make me cry.
2: So
1: Remember
2: when we used to listen to this holding each other? Oh, it
3: was beautiful.
2: It's my favorite part. You, me changes. you know what kind of changes. Oh, yeah. you wait till I came to my
0: Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you could get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today.